We're back with BetMGM tonight on the BetQL Network, presented by BetMGM. Hour number two with Denton Bay on the Sports Machine here on the Dean. Uh, I don't know why we've already talked about it once, but the celebrity basketball game is going on right now. It made me miss the days of, remember, what was it called? Rock and Jock? Was that the old uh, MTV game? I was looking at some of like the old competitors back in the other celebrity games. Man, MC Hammer, Bud Bundy, I guess he's got a real name, a David Faustino. Apparently, Keanu Reeves played the game. Daryl Strawberry. Like, are you kidding me? What happened? Shh, shh. Yeah, now we got influencers. We got YouTubers and streamers. Who are and, these people? It is. I mean, Nakua, Puka Nakua just threw down a dunk, which is pretty sick. But he's also Maybe. like 6'5". He shouldn't be dunking. It's just infuriating. I don't know why it upsets me so much. I never heard any of these people. Uh, I've heard of Pat Boyle, though, from WFAN. We welcome him onto the show. Let's start with, I don't know if you heard, but my Chiefs won the Super Bowl again. A lot of people critical of Kyle Shanahan and the way that he handled the end of the game, particularly overtime. Do you think he lost the game, or do you think it's just pretty much impossible to beat Patrick Mahomes? Yeah, what's going on, guys? Thanks for having me. Um, look, I, uh, I have zero problems with how Kyle Shanahan managed that game, managed overtime, taking the ball first in overtime. I think the most important thing is if you exchange the same score, you're getting the ball back, it's sudden death. Then all you need right. is any kind of points. Field goal wins it. That is the most important thing about the overtime rules. So I understand, look, why, would you, why wouldn't you take the ball second and that way you know how many points you need? Look, your defense was just out there getting gassed in the two-minute drill by Patrick Mahomes. You want to put them right back on the field there against a guy who's red hot when your offense actually was picking up some steam, playing with some momentum as well? I have zero problem with him taking the ball. I have zero problem with the way he handled it. Um, you know, they, they got all the way down inside the 15-yard line, I think inside the 10-yard line. And if they convert on that third down, if Purdy sees, I think it was Ayuk who's wide open in the back of the end zone, you know, we're talking about maybe them getting the ball back with a chance to win it and win the Super Bowl. Now, I know that the Chiefs said, and whether this is true or not, that then if the 49ers scored a touchdown, if the Chiefs scored, they were going for two no matter what. We would have crossed that bridge when we got there. But I think the fact that the defense was just on the field and Mahomes went right down the field on him, you're going to put the guy that's red hot right back on the field against the tired defense? Absolutely not. Take the ball first. I like the strategy. And then, yeah, like you said, it's Patrick Mahomes. It's the, the second greatest quarterback right now that the sport has ever seen and arguably might go down as the greatest quarterback that the sport has ever seen. So he was going to have success no matter what. I have no problem with the way Shanahan and the 49ers handled it. And all of a sudden now, because the guy lost two Super Bowls to Patrick Mahomes, now all of a sudden he's a choke artist coach who can't win the big game. I think that's a bunch of nonsense. Well, you kind of answered the question I was going to ask. Do you think Patrick Mahomes is, is the second greatest quarterback? That's definitive for you now after what we saw this past weekend? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. He's been to the AFC Championship, what is it, five straight years, six straight years? He's won Thanks, three yeah. Super Bowls. He's been to three out of five. I mean, and he's putting these numbers up, and he hasn't even hit 30 years old yet. So, you know, I know every year we're like, oh, well, the Chiefs can't keep doing this every year. Well, they have the youngest defense they've ever had, and it's the best defense they've had under Steve Spagnuolo. It's the best defense they've had under Patrick Mahomes. There's no reason to think that if he's quarterback, no matter who you put around him, they have a chance to get there. He, uh, Joe Burrow said it. I'm the window. Well, no, no, Joe, you're not the window. Patrick Mahomes is the window. As long as 15's on the field, the Chiefs are going to have a chance to win many Many Super Bowls. 
Pat Boyle joining us here on Bet MGM tonight. I remember Tiger Woods, who, by the way, pulled out of the tournament earlier today. Uh, in his prime, it was often Tiger versus the field. Or when Golden State was really cooking, it was the Warriors versus the field. Or the Miami Heat with LeBron. And sometimes that was the smart bet to take. Have we gotten to that point with the Chiefs? Like, would you take them over everybody else heading into next year? Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, there's, you know, there's value, I would say, betting value in terms of taking another team there was a ton of value on the ravens this year there will be a ton of value again on the bills next year whether sean mcdermott can finally do it i mean the clock is certainly ticking on him the clock is starting to tick on josh allen as great as he is as great as he looks like a video game quarterback they can't get it done in the postseason so yeah for me every year in a in a conference especially where there's justin herbert career 500 quarterback where there's two a tongue of iloa can't win a big playoff game, can't play in cold conditions, where there's Lamar Jackson MVP year for the second time, and they still couldn't beat the Chiefs on their home field. You have Josh Allen, you have Trevor Lawrence, who, by the way, is looking more and more like a bust by the season. And that's not, you know, people have said that's the one of the grossest takes they've ever heard. Give me another year, let's see what Trevor Lawrence does, because outside of it, the 27 nothing comeback against the Chargers with Brandon Staley, they haven't been able to do anything. So all these great quarterbacks we hear about every single year and every single year, it's Patrick Mahomes there when the dust is settled outside of the one year that, that Burrow and the Bengals got him. So if not the Kansas City Chiefs, we'll expand this to the NFC as well, although it's not like you're adding a ton of teams because that that conference is yeah, incredibly weak. Um, but if not the Chiefs, who's the second-best team in the NFL? Is it still the San Francisco 49ers, or is there another team that you would take over them? It, it's tough to bet against the Niners in the NFC. I mean, again, you had the same old script. The same old story uh, with the Dallas Cowboys last year. They looked uh, almost unbeatable around Thanksgiving. You had Dolly Parton singing We Are the Champions. I said, Cowboys better soak it in because singing We Are the Champions at Thanksgiving is the only time you're going to be singing that the entire season. So as great as they look, and then you get the same old crap from them in the playoffs. Green Bay, I think, has an incredibly bright future, and I was a big Jordan Love doubter at uh, the beginning of this season. He proved me and many others wrong. So I think Green Bay, uh, with Matt LaFleur, who gets a lot of flack, uh, you know, if they can improve the defense, they certainly have the weapons to be able to put up points with anybody else. And then, look, I mean, Detroit and Dan Campbell seem to get seem to be getting better by the year. So I, I think in the NFC, you know, I, I wouldn't say it's the Niners versus the field. I think the Niners are the best team in the NFC. But I can see any uh, the Detroit, Green Bay, San Francisco getting out of that conference next year. But I, I'd be hard pressed to bet against Kansas City next year. Burrow coming back off the injuries, obviously the big wild card. Baltimore, again, as great as they were, couldn't get it done in the postseason. So if they couldn't beat Kansas City on their home field, when are they going to beat them? Talking with Pat Boyle here on the BetQL Network. Follow him at Pat Boyle 44 You mentioned Jordan Love and the Packers. What if I said you can have Jordan Love going forward to be your quarterback or C.J. Stroud? Who are you taking? I'd be taking Jordan Love. I, I, really? I think because, yeah, yeah, C.J. And, and Jordan Love, there was a lot of ups and downs. Um, but right now, as young as those two quarterbacks are, C.J. was consistent. But I think you kind of saw the ceiling of, of C.J. Stroud. And once he lost Tank Dell, that offense, not as effective. Now, again, I'm not knocking C.J. What he did was incredibly impressive this year. Rookie quarterback, rookie head coach with D'Amico Ryans, the way they played. You know, I, they, they would be my bet to win the AFC South next year. Again, with my thinking, my opinion on Trevor Lawrence, I'm taking the Texans to win the, the AFC South next year. Uh, but I, I think Jordan Love's ceiling is about as high as any other quarterback in the NFL right now because of the way he played down the stretch. 
him and Joe Flacco are basically the best quarterbacks in the NFL the right. last a month and a half of the season, which is mind-blowing to think of. But the way that Love can throw the ball off the back foot just makes it look effortless. Um, I, I think he's got as, as bright of a ceiling as any other quarterback in the NFL right now. Pat, you're a New York guy. Obviously, the Jets have Aaron Rodgers, who we are assuming is going to be back and be QB1. A lot more questions surrounding the, the other team in New York, the Giants. Are they going to stick it out with Daniel Jones? Are they going to draft somebody and build a new future? As much as I want the New York Giants to draft an offensive lineman because that is far and away the biggest issue they have, and I'm wearing an Irish shirt, I would love for them to draft Joe Alt, the big left tackle, <laughs> the mauler that is Joe Alt. I would love for them to beef up the offensive line as if it's you know uh, rocket science at this point i don't care who you have behind center whether it's daniel jones whether you want to draft up and take the number one pick for caleb williams which i think would be a gigantic mistake whether they want to try to draft drake may or any other quarterback that is going to go in the first round uh, they need to draft an offensive lineman now what do i think they will do i think that right now brian dable's job is very much on the line next year if they underperform again i think he's gone and i think joe shane right now has to be worrying about his job security as well so I think in a chance to extend their careers and say, hey, we're going to reset here and we're going to give our give our chance, give ourselves a chance to have our guy that we drafted. They didn't draft Daniel Jones. They didn't pick Daniel Jones. I think, unfortunately, for the long term lack of success for the Giants. And, you know, again, they could pick a, the apps. They, they could pick a stud. I think the Giants, just because of Joe Shane and Brian Dable's uncertainty with their future, I think they will draft a quarterback in the first round. Any chance they would just put together a package and call the Chicago Bears and say, hey, y'all are about to take Caleb Williams. We'll take Justin Fields off your hands. I think that would be a great strategy. I, I, I talked about that on, on WFAN a couple of weeks ago, um, right after this, the regular season ended. And we know, you know, the, that's the big question going into the draft. What is Ryan Poles going to do with Justin Fields? Kind of seems more and more like they want to draft Caleb Williams. Now, again, you don't know unless you're in that building. Uh, but if that is the strategy that they want to go to, I think the Giants, if they haven't already, they should be picking up the phone and asking about Justin Fields. Because if there is a quarterback not named Daniel Jones who should be under center for week one, and Daniel Jones with the torn ACL coming back from that being a big question mark, I would love to have Justin Fields in New York. I think his skill set is incredible. I think he's had how many, you know, four offensive coordinators, how many different head coaches, a lack of weapons until they got him DJ Moore. I think Justin Fields uh, would thrive. I think with the right a uh, group around him, Justin Fields, could be a heck of a talent and could be uh, leading the Giants to the playoffs. Now, will that happen? I doubt it. Pat Boy with us here at BetMGM tonight. You can hear him on WFAN. Also right here on Sundays, part of Five Star Weekend, him and Sean Marash, 9 a.m. Uh, to noon, starting this Sunday. So that's going to be hype with our new schedule, Pat. Uh, so we're talking a lot of NFL, obviously. Uh, it seems like the, the quarterbacks are kind of a – it's like a three-quarterback race, right? you got Caleb Williams, Drake May, and Jaden Daniels. How would you assess those guys? How would you rank those three guys? Well, I, I'm not I'm not particularly a fan of Caleb Williams. You know, again, you know, we, we've seen guys that struggle at the college level their senior year, and after all the success that Caleb Williams had, or their, their last year, I should say, at the college level, and after all the success he had last year winning the Heisman, and then the, the down year, especially the last couple of games, you know, you saw him very emotional on the sideline after losing. I believe that was the game they lost to Washington. You know, again, I, I think a lot of people have become soft as a society where for a lot of people criticizing Caleb Williams crying after a, another, it was like their fourth loss of the season, say, oh, it's okay for the kid to let the emotions out. I think that's emotional immaturity. That's not something I want in a quarterback. And when I watched him play Notre Dame and they, they blitzed him, 
And he obviously had very little success and a lot of trouble dealing with that blitz, throwing three interceptions, taking sacks that, they, that he should not have taken. I don't think Caleb Williams is going to be a, a Pro Bowl quarterback, a, a generational quarterback that a lot of people are thinking he can be. So I think just in terms of the and the arm talent and the size that, that Drake May has, I think he's your best bet uh, in terms of this year's draft class. And then, of, of course, I got to give a shout out to my guy, uh, the Penix God, Michael Penix, uh, because if not for the two knee surgeries and the reconstructed sh- shoulder, I mean, what are we saying about Michael Penix as a draft prospect here? I think he's got the best. He's the most talented quarterback, um, you know, but again, he's already been five years at the college level and all the injuries. So obviously that's going to scare a lot of teams away, whether he goes in the first round or not. Um, you know, that's probably why I'm not a GM in the NFL. But if I was, I would probably take a huge swing on Michael Penix. I think he has the chance to be the most successful quarterback in this entire class. All right, boys, let's get out the football field and hit up the hardwood. Pat Boyle joining us here on the BetQL Network. The Knicks, you're at New York. They got the third best odds to come out of the East. Does that sound right to you? Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, you call it Knicks buys, you call it whatever you want. After they traded for OG Ananobi, and then the two subsequent qu- trades, getting Boyan Bogdanovich and Alec Burks, veteran point guard, former Nick, to come and help that second unit, plus Bo- uh, Bogey, who's been in- an lethal three-point shooter for years, and he's having his best shooting season and possibly of his entire career. Um, I-, I think the Knicks, right now, all the injuries that have added up, if you want to bet the Knicks to win the Eastern Conference, you got to wait, right? Because you see them right now, you guys have it up a plus 700. Milwaukee, I am not worried about Milwaukee at all, and nobody should after seeing what they've become uh, <laughs> since hiring Doc Rivers, right? I mean, losing to the Grizzlies, losing to the Portland Trailblazers. Right. I could I could put up 20 points on the Milwaukee Bucks, and I can't shoot worth crap. So that goes to tell you what I think about the Milwaukee Bucks and their chances in the postseason, even with Giannis and Dame. Who, by the way, Dame hasn't had a great season. Cleveland's red hot, but I think if you want to take the Knicks, you wait because OG Ananobi's not coming back until next month. Julius Randle's not coming back until next month. Isaiah Hartenstein's a little bit banged up. So the Knicks are going to continue to take some lumps here out of the All-Star break. And I think you can maybe get them if you wait till the mid- middle of March when Randle and OG come back. You could probably get them at plus 1,000, maybe even plus 1,200. And I think at that point, you see those four digits, that's the time you want to jump on the Knicks because I saw the type of team they were when they initially made that trade for OG Ananobi. They won 14 out of 16 games. And they had an average margin of victory by 18 points. The defense wow. is built for the playoffs. Jalen Brunson is an absolute dog. I know Randall's postseason acumen is the big question, but they are the most complete team in the Eastern Conference when healthy. And I think they could even give Boston a run for their money. And if they see him in the Eastern Conference Finals at that point, roll the dice. Follow him at Pat Boyle 44. Pat Boyle from WFAN in New York City. Great stuff, brother. Take it easy. Thanks, guys. Appreciate you having me. Denton, are you a Knicks believer? Who comes out of the East? Uh, I, I think it's Boston. Uh, I think Jason Tatum is going to go crazy this uh, this postseason, so I like the Celtics. Dude, Doc Rivers sucks. It's funny because some I people can't like, believe they a great him. coach. I don't even think he's like a good coach. I think he's a below average coach. Can you imagine thinking that that's the answer to your problems? That you're going to fire another guy to hire that clown? I mean, if there's a circus around, I would hire him immediately. To be a basketball coach? Doc Rivers? Stop it. It's Fed MGM tonight.
It's time for a short commercial break. Don't go anywhere, though, because we'll be right back with even more BetMGM Tonight. Presented by BetMGM. Live from BetQL.